0: Kutov. Today is Dafis Sama Kimmel, sixty three. We've begun Meruba so I wasn't here yesterday, so just to say if it wasn't said, you know, we now move from the first half of Babakama to the second half of Babakama, although in the seventh parrot, so Prakken-wise, it's a little more than half. The first half is about Niske-Mamon, when your property does damage. It also is when you do damage to property, but it's about damages. Um, The second half is about burglary and theft, Gnaven and Gazela, and also about personal injury, when a person injures another person's body, stuff that we've dealt with before, but not in a focused way, Um, and that's Really, the whole second half of Abakama, so a very different set of topics. Um, and Maruba, which we'll see, is a lot about Geneva and paying KFL as the Mishnah opens, you know, that you pay double um, for, uh, you know, you paid more cases, you pay double for when you do Geneva. Geneva burglary. I'm going to use some terms in a very specific way, okay? Burglary is when, is a Geneva, is when you basically uh, sneak into somebody's house and steal their thing. You do not outright grab it from them. Gzela is theft, okay? So um it's theft as opposed to burglary, burglary you pay double and if it's a uh an ox or a sheep and you slaughter or you sell it, you would pay four or five times as much, okay? And that's going to be the focus of Maruba. Zayla will come up in a later paragraph, although there's obviously going to be an ongoing comparison um between the two. Um now the Maruba also is like a classic yeshiva Masachet. and we'll see why when we get a little bit more into it. But when they learn this in the yeshiva, they tend to skip the first two daf, okay, which is what we're doing, (laughs) because the first two daf, are about a lot of like drashot of qual prado how do you know to include all types of objects archive in geneva not just a short not just an ox or a donkey like mentioned in the psukim and so on so all this like qual pradu at the end of the day to get that you're liable for all objects when it comes to paying double um, that's today's stuff and tomorrow's stuff and is largely skipped in the issue vote so I'm just going to warn you it's not going to be that intellectually stimulating I mean maybe some people get into it um, but that's what we've got but after that we're going to get into the para that is really like a very, very classic Yeshiva Shemasehez. Okay, so, let's pick up at the top of Samachim Malamadalas. The question at hand is, how do you know that you pay uh, Kesau for all objects? Now, the Psukim in the Torah say the following. What? Gneva, when you burgle. Did I say steal? I should say burgle. Trying to be precise here. So, the Psukim in the Torah uh, say... Okay. Um, so right there, it talks about paying double if something is nignav, is burgled. Okay. So the puzzle is And now here's the key stuff about what are the objects. So it says. Um Kesef okay Kalin So that's very uh not even animals, that's very general, right? Right? Fagunav mi beta each, Okay, Zagunav, and it mi baita and it you shawim So okay that's one place where you pay Kefel. straight thing it was stolen yeshalim shnayim and it's kesef ok so that's the first half of the pasach then it says if you don't know who the god it is you come to the judges um, you have to take an oath that you did not misuse your friend's property you were given this property to watch you were not you did not misuse it in any way take it for your own purpose is a cold pesha for any matter of that is potential negligence. So the simple sense here, this pasuk, is that you're taking an oath that you were a responsible shomer. You did not use it for yourself. You were not negligent. And now it says it increases what you're taking an oath about. Okay. So I mean, it, it speaks to the list of. So it says Vinikrav balabayit Okay, v'alabayit. El Elohim Im lo shalach <laughs> yado imlo shalach yado Okay, now it says Here is the list of things Okay Al kol pesha Al kol davar pesha Al shor Al chamor What is it? Al shor Excuse me Al shor al chamor Al se al salma Al kol avida Al se Al salma I'll call Avedah. I'll call Avedah is a little weird here, because you are given an object to watch. Why is it calling it an Avedah? Okay? Anyway, um I share your mark to you, Zah, Alochin, I share your Yashalim, Shnaim, Lireehu. Now, the funny thing is, is, who's paying double? What does it mean, I share your Kim Sam if you were a bad shomer, you have to pay double, right? Is it saying now, and what does it mean, and so, like, what exactly is going on there? So, what Chazal are going to say happened here is, they're going to interpret this as a case of towing tanas Ganav, okay? The Ganav isn't found, but now how do we know there's a Ganav? Because you took an oath. And you said, "Oh yes, it was stolen. I didn't do anything wrong." If if you're lying, and not that you were negligent, but you're lying because it was never stolen, because you were the one who kept it for yourself. So the halacha is, if you take an oath that it was stolen and or that it was burgled, and you're the burglar, you're the you're the one who took it. You're treated in halacha like you committed the burglary. So you will be paid double if you took a false oath that it was stolen. Okay. So that's what they say that this is talking. About, they say this is talking about. Okay, this is Toein, Ta'anat, Ganav, Okay, that's how Chazal explained what that second half of the Pasuk is about. Okay, so here we got. Here, by the actual Ghana, what type of objects do you pay KFO for? Kesefo Kalim. Here, by the guy who claims that it was stolen and he's also going to pay KFO, it's got this much longer list. And what our goal is going to be is to say, how do you know you pay KFO for pretty much everything? It's not limited to this list, but these specific concrete things are going to say that there's a handful of things you don't pay KFO for. Okay, you don't pay double for. You got the basic structure? Okay. Okay, so let's now look at. I mean, um, all right. Well, I'm just going to do it because I know that uh, that Dan covered it, but I, I just have to can't start in the middle. So we're going to go back to S'amach Beramid I apologize. We'll do it quickly, and we'll do ten lines from the bottom. The two, the, the, the two dots. Okay. How do you know that you basically take kafel for everything? Okay. Mili. Rabbanan. Al Pesha. A general word. Al Al Prat. I call Chazer V'Klal right? So within this, this is the claw called a Marpesha. This is the Prat, Oshra Mah Sal Saman, this is our Kolarida Chazirqual. Kwal Pratokwal. Okay. Uh Chazri Kl. Kwal Protocol. Yeah, Tatanalokin. A Prat, so it's only things that are like the concrete objects. Mana Prat M Furaj, Tabar, the Mamon. The same way these things in the list are cattle, they're not land, and they are have intrinsic value. i hametaltel known That includes anything of that like that is cattle and has intrinsic value. If you steal it, you pay kefel thow. Yotsukar so you would not pay queso if you were a ghanav on land, which is not cattle. Now, how are you a ghanav on land? Right? I could be a goslin on land, I suppose. I could, like, I could... I could seize property and claim that it's mine, you know, whatever, but, you know, I could, uh, I, could I don't know, just st- kick you out of your house. How are you a Ghana? You understand the difference A Ghana? A Ghanav means like it's surreptitious, right? So, uh, And you're not directly stealing it from somebody. So if you look at Tosvos, Yatsukar Khaos, car- car- oh, look at this little Tosvos. Vim Toma, I'm sorry, where, where's, well, no, not that Tosvos. He says, um, oh, yeah, four lines from the bottom of the daft. In, it's in the middle of the tosos <speaking in Hebrew> the in or middle of the line <speaking in> b'karka <Hebrew> shaychi how do you how do you burgle the land like that you need to say you don't pay keifel if you're a Ganovan land how can you be a Ganovan land so <speaking in> b'masi <Hebrew> g'vul I love that answer it's like you, you switch the boundary marker so now you have taken somebody else's land and they're clueless about it it's like you snuck into their house they have no idea that you did it they, they're not aware that you moved the boundary marker okay inam <speaking> in <Hebrew> Or, like, basically something was attached to the ground, and you, let's say, you know, and you, sw- and you took, and you, you stole the person's, like, grapevines, you ripped them out of the ground, or something of that nature. Okay, so, one thing we're excluding is tefel from land. Yatsu kakaot, metal, back to the Gemara. Yatsu um, kakaot, metal, yatsu avadin, kakaot. We're also going to exclude slaves, because they're connected to land. Yatsu and you will exclude, uh, uh, like, a doc- uh, IOU documents, um, even though their cattle they don't have intrinsic value, and therefore they are. You also do not pay keifel on those. Okay, hektish. Now you also don't pay keifel on hektish. It says Okay, so therefore you're not going to pay, if you steal from hektish. You're not going to, or you burgle from hektish. You're not going to pay double. Okay, so that's what we exclude, but we basically include everything else. So now the says, no, one minute. This might sound familiar. We've gone through this in other cases. Um, maybe we are limited to things like the animals that are in the, this list. And these are animals. That if you touch their corpse you, you, you become tame. Maybe only animals that if you touch their corpse you become tame. Oh, 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 low, but birds, it, you don't become tame by contact. So, therefore, how do you know to exclu- include all animals? So the Lord says, one minute. How can you say to limit it to a subset of animals. So how one of the things in that pasuk is a garment. So clearly we're not limiting ourselves to the world of animals. So the Gemara says no. anam No, no, no. Within the world of animals meaning maybe some types of animals it's a subset of animals that you pay for and some or any type of like you know of manufactured object. But maybe you don't read these all together maybe within the world of animals you're going to limit it to a subset. Okay? So so, um, maybe only something that within the world of animals, only things that corpses create through contact. Because everyone will sort of say is its own little meaning we'll look at every. We won't. We'll sort of put all of these in one big list. We'll look at each one of these as signifying some universe of things. So within the universe of Animals, it'll be a subset of animals, and salma will be for non-animals. So the Gemara says, but birds, maybe, are not. You wouldn't pay queso. No, <speaking> in <Spanish> if that's true, <speaking in Spanish> then you don't you need to say sure. You wouldn't need to say all these things. Sure, <speaking> chamorin <Spanish> Just one of this, if you wanted to limit it to a subset of animals. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Which one should it write? i sure, had it just written ox, and then I should say that'll get me a certain subset of animals. I, no, that would have been even a smaller subset. I would have said, Only animals that could be brought as sacrifices. But not animals that can't be brought as sacrifices. So therefore, it had to write another animal. So, now. So so a donkey. Donkey can't be brought as an uh, to, to, on the altar. So that comes to include even animals, you know that are not brought as a sacrifice. But even a just written donkey, only animals that are sanctified as the firstborn because the donkeys included in that. low and those that are not sanctified as the firstborn no. Okay? So therefore it had to write sure and Hamor. Um so if It had said, Amri. Um, um, so anyway, in Cain, Nichtam Rachman Ashur All right, but just like shur and chamor, then it would have not, not limited to altar, not limited to things sanctified on the Mizbeach, and maybe says coming to include all animals, not necessarily. selamli Lamli, why is it coming to write says Shmami nala Maybe that's coming to include even birds, maybe not. ofos to tahorim. Fine, maybe it'll include kosher birds. said, the matami because at least kosher birds do cause tuma, not when you touch them but when you swallow them they make you tame, and they make your clothes tume avol ofos tume but how about non-kosher birds The lace it's a little ironic ofos tume the lace buhut but tume of the first half means non-kosher birds non-kosher birds that do not cause tuma, the lo matamu bukadim and they do not make you and your clothes tume when you swallow them lo maybe maybe not so basically it, why don't I read these three animals as describing the world of animals but still limited to animals that cause tumour and how do I know to include all animals, even birds, non-kosher birds that don't gloss Tumah? So the says, Kol ribuyahu." when it says, Al Kol Avedah, that's not just a Klau Prat U Klau, means everything. So Kol is supposed to be read more expansively. Don't read it in the narrow confines of Klau Prat U Klau. means even as broad of a category as you can draw. So as much says, one minute. So, the of Kol every time it says the word Kol, it's not a Klau Prat U it's a more expansive category the habi meiser dexfiv when by Meisser Shaney it says coal the word coal cardashita label cloud pro and we translate it into classic cloud prop to tanya we talking the brice so we've seen this before as well you shall give the money. Oh, look at this! Two coffees. <laughs> Anything your soul desires. A general, a general. notice here, Bakol is read as a klal, not as a rebuoy, not as broadly inclusive. Just your general klal. Cattle and sheep and wine and uh, and, and uh, mead. Prat, um, prat. Um, uh, that's specific. Again, another b'kol anything you desire that's another general so this is what you can use your Meister shaney money for when you bring it to Rishalayim so it's a general uh, specific in a general it has to be similar to the specific the same as the specific is a fruit of a fruit meaning that it's something that is not just sitting in the ground like salt you know ready to be mined or something like that or like uh, or uh, you know something like uh, mushrooms that's a spore or something it's a fruit of a fruit pre Vigidule um, Karka uh, and it grows from the ground okay um, so uh, which would exclude fish um, and you know again animals here. team is growing from the ground because they get their uh, nutrients from the ground so that's what you limit what you can use your Meister Shaney money for anyway the point being that coal here is read as a normal cloud it's not read as a broad more broadly expansive word so says with everything, that's a claw. Kol, the more unmodified coal, everything, rebuyahu. That's a reboy. Okay, so again our question is how do you know not to limit this to a subset of animals, maybe only animals that cause tuma? So it says the word kol is not a normal claw, it's a reboy it makes it broader. And even though by Meister Shaney bako is a claw, that's a bako Here's coal, all right, and that's the difference. Enami he says the Gemara, or if you want, um where me. Uh uh same if you want I'll tell you kol klau fine. In general kol is a claw and you don't read it more broadly expansive. Mew kol dahakha ribuyahu. here it is more broadly expansive. Mixi k'siv make a claw proto claw I uh, already got a claw cloud up here. Teki Kenishu Kes Klau Kesamoke Leen Prat Lishmor Hadervikl. Here you got your claw prado cloud. Okay? The E Salkadich High Cold Pesha Nami Lakha Pradhuda. If this is a similar type of a claw prado cloud, so uh, right? this is all one case in the Torah you gave the guy the stuff to work and then he swore and da, 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 da. why is it repeating a list of the concrete objects down here just throw everything up here in the opening framing of the psukim okay so it must be the reason it's repeating it is uh, who, who doesn't? so why is it repeating this and using now this Cold of our Pesha Shmami Nari Buyahoo to tell you up here it's a cloud. prado down here, it's a reboy. Okay, I don't exactly get why, because we're not combining it. It tells you that, but anyway, here we're going to meet it, read it a little more expansively. Now, by the way, the question you could still ask is, why do you need two separate lists? And Rashi says, because up here, it's the cloud protocol cloud, is to tell you about what type of things you make a shrua on. Remember we said, that you're going to make a shrua that you didn't misuse it. So this is telling you the things you make a shrua on, and this is telling you the things you pay Kesa for, which is a little ironic. Because up here, it just tells you, Pekefel, and here's the one I'm talking about, sure, you would have thought to do the reverse, but okay, whatever. Anyway, fine. Now that you've said, Kovi Guya, this cold, cold of Arpesha, cold of da. Starts by telling you everything. So then rather than a cloud protocol, we're gonna do the opposite. You remember there's two ways of learning. Cloud cloud is you start with the concrete and you expand it. Reboi miut is you start with everything and then you have to exclude. So we're saying the call here is a reboy. It starts with assuming everything. So then we're gonna use this not as the basis for abstracting. We're gonna use this as a basis for identifying specific things to exclude. We're gonna come full circle back to where we started. Okay. Halse demar tokovi buya kolhani praki lameli. Why do I need all these specific things? So chadimute karka. One of them excludes. To, you know, uh, real estate, land. Chad limute Avari want to exclude slaves. Chad limute starot, want to exclude documents which are not intrinsic value, so that's three. Shur, Chamor, and those exclude land, slaves, and starot. What's the last one going to exclude? Salma limute, what does the garment come to exclude that you don't pay k for? dover Sheeno misyam something that is not well defined what does that mean so you look at Rashi Rashi says if you can't identify it as yours you're exempt from Kevel now the reason Rashi says that is because in Baba Mitzhiya, we also have an idea of returning a lost object and it uses the word Salma and there the Gemara says the purpose of the word Salma by an Aveda is to tell you that you only have to return a lost object if it's identifiable if it's not identifiable you don't but Tosa says but what Logic is that by KFL. I mean, really? Like, I can go ahead and go in, you know, and steal something that you don't have a simon on, and there's no question that you own it, but because you don't have a simon on, I'm not going to have to pay you KFL because it's, like, less than how fully yours because you can't identify it. Like, that doesn't make sense. So Toso says, I mean, we'll just read the first line. Tosu says, Pirish if you look at Tosu, okay? So he first goes through a whole thing where it's not exactly measurable which is also a little bit funny and at the end Tosa says like this If you look the ode, like it's four lines down in the Tosfos, beginning of the line, the Darshinam Yisamay, he says the ode. Hello, like if somebody stole a half of a pomegranate or a half of a nut. So now I don't know what that means. Like a half of anything, something that normally is whole but came in a half. Like it's very strange what exactly we're excluding from Kefel with this thing that we say is non-specific. something that's a little not full not specific anyway so nobody really knows exactly what that is back to the Gemara that's what we exclude from Keisau so we've excluded here land uh, uh, slaves documents uh, whatever that is, why do you need this other Klala koa veda? Okay? A what's that for? So this case in the Torah is Somebody gave you something to watch for them. You swear falsely, you stay, say it was, it, was, it was burgled and you're the one who took it. Let's say you have the exact same scenario that you swear it falsely that it was Nignav and you're the one who took it, but you were not given it to watch. You found an Aveda. So I found Hanan's wallet. Okay, and Hanan comes to me and he says, "I heard that you found my wallet." I said, "Yes, but such a shame. A Ganav came and took it from me after I found it. And then I, I might have to take even a shrua to you, even though I'm a good guy. At some, well, and maybe I'm not such a good guy. But even though presumably I'm a shomer aveda, right? I'm also a shomer. So I have to take a shrua to you that that's what happened. And then it turns out that I am kept it. Would I pay you KFO or not? You never gave it to me to watch. It started because I found your object. So he al kol Veda is not.'" Is is the same as sure and chamor and se al sama are things that I found and that I'm taking an oath about. Kol aveda is I found an aveda and I'm taking an oath about whether I did my right job as being shomer it. So how do you know that towing tanaskanav baveda m'shame Tashume Kefel? You would pay kefil. the verse says <laughs> kol asher yomar. Okay, so that's what we basically get. We learn from this towing ta'anaskanav We learn from this list that you basically take kefil on pretty much everything with a small number of very clear exceptions that's what we get from this although again ironically this is about to anat ganav we're not focusing on this pasuk which is straight if somebody stole it they pay keifah ok but this is anyway what we're learning is the list of things you pay keifah for okay, <coughs> the reason you play the on to anat ganav is because you're a ganav yeah that basically since you are taking an oath that that's what happened and you're the one that did it if you took an oath that it was lost or that it was nigzal not nignav and you're the one who took it you wouldn't pay keifah it's sort of like you know you are what you eat you are what you're nishba. Okay, <laughs> so if you took an oath, that's what happened, and you're the one who kept it. We, we make it as if you're the, you did that act, and you're the god of the You pay kasev. Kind of what? Zonament? zomimim Aym zonamim? Maybe something like that. I never thought about it that way, but the way that an oath is sort of a way of bearing testimony. It's an interesting way of thinking about that. Yeah. Okay, so the money says like this: Tnan Hashem. We taught over there. Heicham um, piktoni. Uh, Somebody says, I think it's in Shavuot, somebody says, where is that object that I entrusted to you, uh, with you? Amalei avad, it got lost. Mashbiachani, may I, I will make you, make, take a Shavu to me. Amar ameim, yes, and he takes a sure that it was lost. And witnesses testify that he kept it to himself, and even, you know, consumed it, used it, whatever. So basically, it's just like our scenario, except rather than saying it was nignav, you say it was lost. In that case, Mishal et Meta you don't pay Keseo. Only when you take an oath that it was Nignav. Here, if you take an oath that it was lost, you don't pay KFL. How al then you admitted that you, rather than witnesses testify that you kept it to yourself, you came forth and you admitted that you kept it to yourself. Mishal and Keren, you pay the base amount. But not only that, if you're a good guy and you admit it, you have to pay these extra payments because for Kapara. I mean, it's the, you know, it's not a punishment, if this is what achieves atonement for your sin of your false oath, you you know, not just a false oath, but a false oath that is used to steal property from somebody else to hold property that's not yours. So what the Torah says you do in that case is you pay not only the base but an extra fifth, and the Asham, and you bring a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice on Asham Gezelot when you when you take an oath as a way of stealing something. Okay, Heychan Piktoni. That's if you say it was lost. Now let's say you says Khan Piktoni. Where's my lost object? V'amalo Nignav. It was burgled. Mashviachani, I'll make you take an oath. Amen. Yes, and you take the oath. The and the witnesses says right, "You're the one that kept it to yourself. That's where that and Imsashi Hu that's when you pay double. And here, if you admit, it actually lowers your liability. because Kefal, remember, is a Knas. So if you admit you're not going to pay the Kefau. So if you admit, then you go back to this korban of asham Gezelot, of using an oath to steal something, which is Mishal and Keren, the base, the Chomesh, and the fifth, that's the atonement, the asham, and the sacrifice. Okay. So anyway, that's about bringing the korban, which is not our interest, but our interest is that you pay Kefau when you claim it was stolen and you take an oath, and not when you claim that it was lost and take an oath. Now, katani miha, we teach nevertheless, betoyin tanat ganav, when you make a claim that it was stolen, if you say it was just lost, You don't pay double. This Kumar is very wordy. Even when you do a tana ganav, Only when you take an oath, If you just claimed it and you were lying without having taken an oath, You don't. You, don't. you need those two criteria. Where does this come from in the pesukim? a rabbi's taught. Right? ganav. Okay? So the first half is So this whole thing, the simple sense is this is talking about you really found the ganav and this is talking about somehow you claimed what happened to it and you were brought into court. So the first rush is going to say both of these scenarios are which is a strange read. Then we're going to have another version that says no, this is about finding the actual ganav and this is about okay, but the first read is that both of them are you're saying the first half is talking about a guy that claimed it was stolen. Um, maybe it's only about a, the, you, the God of himself, that is the simple sense of the first half. No, because you since the second part is, right, I mean, whatever, I left, I left out sort of the key, the key part here that we're darshining right now. This is... Here it's in in you must say haganav. Then it's yishalim shnayim. In lo you must say haganav. Then v'nikrav ba'al ba'is al Okay, so it's saying since. This part here is clearly, the Ganav wasn't sound and you took an oath and you were lying, or it's not clear it's an oath, but anyway, etc and this isn't that there was no Ganav, it's just your claim. So presumably, the first half is also, there was no real Ganav, it was just your claim, which is of course bizarre. The whole difference between the first half and the second half, right? But anyway, but that's the claim. Since the bottom half is about Toin Tanat Ganav, the first half is about Toin Tanat Ganav. That's the first version. Tanya Idach, the second bright that makes more sense, in Yimatseya Ganav, if the Ghanav is found, the Ghanav atzmo The first half is that there was a real Ganav, and the real Ganav pays double. Maybe the first half is about the guy claimed he was the Ghanav and he was li- there was a Ganav and he was lying. No, that's the second half of the Pasuk. If the Ghanav isn't found, that's the second half of the Pasuk. And then there was a claim what had happened, etc. That's the guy who claimed that he was stolen. Um, and more what's the first half of the pasuk that the ganav was found the the real ganav okay? so that's obviously the simple sense. it was stolen, it was burgled the, the ganav pays double it wasn't actually, or the burglar isn't found and there's a claim and that's the whole thing about you making a claim about what happened Okay, everybody agrees nonetheless the second half of the pasuk the ganav wasn't found The it's talking that you are making a claim that it was stolen. My mashma, where do you get that from the second half of the Pasuk, that that's what's going on, right? So the second half of the Pasuk is extremely vague. It says, if the gun has been found, you come to the court, and uh, that you didn't abuse the object, and the person who is the wrongdoer pays double. Like, what? What did you exactly say in the court? Who's paying double? Like, the whole half of the second Pasuk is not clear. So my mashma, where do you get that from? Amarava, in loyim atsegum na'atmosha amar so doesn't just mean that the actual burgl was, burglar wasn't found the burglar wasn't found how do we know there was a burglar if the burglar isn't found because you claimed there was a burglar so and he wasn't found but rather what happened it turns out you were the burglar so of course that still doesn't answer how we know that's what it's talking about you just read all of that into the psukim okay but that's how we're reading it into the, it doesn't prove it's what the psukim are talking about but it says how we're reading it into the psukim if the Ganav isn't found because you claim there was a Ganav but nobody can find the Ganav because guess what? There wasn't really a Ganav. Okay? El Eshuat the guy himself was the Ganav. In that case you was Shalim Shnayim. Alright? So again that's how we read it into the Apostle not not, not, that doesn't prove that's what the Pesukim are talking about. Now how do you know that there's a Shvua going on here? It just says you come to the court. It never says that you took an oath. The Tanya we turn to Baisa. he then you're brought in front of the judges. Okay, You have to take an oath about what happened. Maybe it just means that there's a court case. No. Later, it's going to talk about um, that you said that it says you take an oath. A shomer takes an oath. It says Hashem shnehem im lo shalach Okay, so later by shomerim, it's going to say you have to take an oath that you did not misuse the object. So ma-la-lan The same way there. It takes Explicit, that you did not misuse the object is with an oath here too right? because remember it says that did you not misuse it so here the Gemara is saying and this actually you know, makes a lot of sense that later we see that a Shomer has to take an oath that he did not misuse it and he uses the same phrasing so to say that this line means you make an oath that's a reasonable interpretation okay? but again it's a very clear it. There, the ganav isn't clear, it, it isn't, isn't, isn't found. There's some oath taken, you pay double. Like somebody's paying double. Why? So the Gemara reads into it, you're paying double because you lied. You said it was stolen and you lied. Okay, so... If you say the first case in the Torah is ganav and the second is a claim of a ganav, so then we understand kind of deceived Trey cry. that's why you have two sets of Psukim A Gan of K kefel, and a guy who claims there was a Gan of Peis kefel. Elo Lomanda Amar Travayu tanis Ganov but if both paths of the Psukim are talking about a claim of a ganev, of Trey cry, why do I need two Psukim? Two scenarios I mean there's the same scenario Amino mean, Avad Avad So yes, one is to tell you the basic halacha of Toyin Tanis And then it repeats the halacha of Toyin Tanis Ganav that tells you that this halacha would not apply if you claimed it was lost. The halacha only applies if you if you swear that it was stolen or burgled. But if you swear that it was lost you're not going to pay double. Um, so the Mark says, According to the one that one is about a Ganav and one is about a claim of a Ganav. to miyater he doesn't have an extra parsha. So how does he know that the halacha does not apply when you make an oath that it was lost. So, Miganav Haganav. It says, Inlohim, say, Haganav. So, Haganav means a real ganav. But all of this would apply only when it's a real claim about a Ghanav, not a claim about it being lost. Damar Tanas ganav, and the one that says both of them is about a claim of a Ghanav. it's so wordy here, lo, Tanas Avad, that he already knows that to exclude the claim of being lost from the double Parsha, from the repeated Parsha, ganav what does he do with the extra hay? Haganav? he'll tell you, Like what we taught. When you claim that it was stolen and it wasn't, you're lying, you pay double. Now let's say it was a sheep or an ox that you were watching, and you say it was stolen, and you take an oath. And now, after the Bible goes away, you slaughter it, or you sell it. Are you going to pay four or five? How much are you fully like a god Right. All we know so far is that if you take a false oath that it was stolen, you pay kafel. But a real ganav who would, after the burglar after the burglary, which slaughter or sell it, would pay four or five. Right? How do we? Would that apply to you too? So so we're going to say yes. So he says. So ganav ha-ganav, rather than actually coming to limit is coming to emphasize you are you are a full ganav. You claimed it was stolen? You are Haganov. You are just like the god of himself. And you're going to pay four or five times. Okay? So says, um, and according to the one that says this is about ganav, this is toin tanas and the haganav says it does not play. It does not. It does, it's only by a claim of gneva, not by a claim of aveda. So, limute Where does he know this halacha? Uh, that if you Slaughter it or sell it, you would pay four or five. Oh, it's you learn it out from the juxtaposition. Here's a ganav, here's a torin tanas ganav. So and so the same way. In this case, you pay four or five. In the case of a sheep or an ox. In this case, you would pay four or five. Okay. So now, by the way, though this is really fascinating, you just said with your words, you just made a claim that this is what happened, and we give you the full status of a ganav. You not only pay kafel, but if you slaughter it, you sell it, you're going to pay four or five. Okay. Now the gemara goes on. If one's about a Ghana, one's about a claim of a Ghana, good. It makes sense. El is G. G Ganav so we know it. Finally that question. If the whole thing, is here about a claim of a ganov how do you know a real Ghana pays double now? you might want to make a Kava but okay. Now, the matter says like that. It's <laughs> a If just claiming it was stolen, you pay double. If you actually were Ghana, of course, you pay double. Bitan is Ghana. No.minaodo. It should be limited by that case itself. and the same way by making a claim that it was Nignev, you pay double only when you do it through Shrua. maybe a Ganav himself will only pay double if he makes some oath that he didn't steal it. So the Gemara says no. Now the de no, we can learn out that a real Ganav pays double from what Beja teaches. the of the Baychia because the teaches no more sure of the gneva, but why doesn't it just say now? Here, actually, there's another pasuk, okay, that says you pay double. The pasuk is im himatzei, himatzei biyado ad. What's the pasuk? Right. Uh, what is it? Mishor ad so if you slaughter it, right, you, or you sell it, you could pay four or five. Yes? That's the other alaka. But let's say, he might say, so if it's biado, what did you not do? You didn't sell it. Didn't sell it. And it is chayim. So what also did you not do? You didn't slaughter it. So if you didn't sell it and you didn't slaughter it, then you're going to pay Schnaim. okay? So that is a classic pasuk of a Ghana paying double. So you don't need a Ghana paying double down here in the middle of this complicated case of a Shomer. Just tell me you pay there, it's explicit. If you slaughter or sold it, you pay four or five. If you didn't slaughter or sell it, you're going to pay double, okay? And that's where you know a Ghana pays double. So let's look at that, okay? So, the the to We're back to now, Why do you need all these specifics? Okay. just said sure, Only things that are brought as sacrifices. So maybe limit it, paying double to that. So what would have been included? We you would say sacrifices that includes a sheep. because you Omer said, but then it explicitly says sheep, so that's coming to broaden it. Harei Hamani So what are you broadening? The Rabbeis Kol So that means everything. But one minute, Why did it just say Why did it have to add Hamor? Then I would have said, Only things sanctified by, as the firstborn. And I would have limited it to that. And then I would, what would I have broadened, sure, and said to be include other things that are sanctified with Bechora, which includes what? Chamor, a donkey. But then you wouldn't have had to say Khamur. Keshu I know you mean Chayim Okay? So it says, Shur Ad Chamor, I'd So if it was just meant to limit it to Mizbeach or to Kodesh B'vachor or whatever, it wouldn't have said all three of those. It would have been... I could have anyway gotten that. So by saying all of those, it's coming to broaden it even more alright but one minute maybe it's just coming to limit to all animals so even all you would have included all animals so maybe the protocol is just only by animals not by non-animals but, then it went, but the word already means here not the way we explained it which was is that you haven't slaughtered it but means any animal so if all of Wanted to do was broaden it to animals. Just say Chaim Why the saying sure chamor and say whatever that we're not limiting ourselves just to animals. Chaim Harmani Hamani gneiva, Liravos kol davar to include everything. So what this is the source meaning. Remember the question was if all of this is talking Tanakh Kanav, how do you know kefel? And the answer is you got an explicit pasuk that a God pays kefel. But now we're going to look at this pasuk because here we were looking how do you know kefel includes all things, and we did our own little cloud Prado cloud. Now we're going up here saying how do you know k includes all things maybe it's only animals so again if it were more limited you wouldn't have needed all of these cases because it says all of these things that's going to tell us that you're going to pay k on the whole universe of things Why don't they start with that? I know that's the most that's the clearest puzzle okay we will continue tomorrow I